You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. work receive a notice from a victim of one of these scams asking our HR department a few details about a job offer and our HR department unfortunately had to inform them that the job didn't exist. That's Ashley Taylor. The research we're discussing today is titled Doppelgangers, Finding Job Scammers Who Steal Brand Identities. It's been published as part of Ashley Taylor's work as a graduate student at the Sands Technology Institute. And now a word from our sponsor, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks and optimizing operational efficiency. With Sixth Sense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose Sixth Sense, visit SixthSense.com. The victim thought that they were going to be starting the job. They had already signed all of their paperwork. They had gone through interviews, everything to think that this job was legitimate but it was just scammers impersonating the company and stealing all their information. Wow. You know, we're going to dig into all the details here, but before we do, I, I have to ask, for someone to have gone that far down the path, what do you suppose the scammers were actually looking to get out of them? 
So far, we've talked to multiple victims, and most of the time, it's at least personally identifiable information. They go as far as having them fill out their I-9 information to get set up as employees. They also have done things like send them checks or ask them to go to fake websites to, quote, purchase the equipment that they would be reimbursed for later. And when they go to those fake websites, they hand over their credit card information as well. All right. Well, let's back up a little bit and actually dig into the stuff that that you and your colleagues are tracking here. We're talking about hiring frauds. Can you take us through step by step? What exactly are the bad folks doing? Sure. What they're doing is they were able to get the information about one of our recruiters. They got his email information, pictures on LinkedIn as he needs to have out there because he's a recruiter. Mm. And they then set up fake profiles under his accounts and would put out fake job advertisements on ZipRecruiter, which we didn't use, and LinkedIn, which we use, but was a separate profile that we weren't keeping track of. So they would create these fake job scams, and people would reach out to them, and they would set up the interviews on Ring Central's very common, take them through a whole interview process, and then at the end say, you're hired. Now give us all your information. <laughs> wow. Well, part of what you outline here uh, in your report are ways that organizations can try to mitigate this sort of thing. Can we dig into that? I mean, you know, you mentioned that uh, these things were set up on LinkedIn, which was a, a platform that you were all on. But still, you know, how do you keep track of all of LinkedIn can we go through some of the methods, the tools that are available? Sure. Fortunately, I started off trying to get information from LinkedIn, but as you can imagine, they're not very open with people just searching for open job requirements. So we really started looking at how the attackers are setting these up, and we found out that they are registering typo squat or similar domains to our company and mm. using that to email victims to send them their paperwork that they need to fill out. And as we were looking at that, we realized we had purchased a product called Recorded Future that would let us know anytime a typo squat or a similar domain was registered on our behalf. After we started digging into it, we saw even more clues such as they would register a certificate, they would set up an email server on these domains, and the domains were always something like career-ourcompany.com mm. or mm -hmm. very similar to that. So it, after looking at it, we were able to find these you know, indicators that then allowed us to create some additional alerting. And it's worth mentioning, uh, Recorded Future is an organization that they sell a threat intelligence platform, among other things. So that was a way for you to get some insights here. And there, there are plenty of other companies who do this sort of thing, but this is the one that you all happen to already be engaged with. Yes, there are a few open source out there I didn't dig into, such as CertStream will let you know anytime a certificate is registered on 
websites you're monitoring and with DNS twist, you can look for typo squat websites. So there's definitely some future growth in making this more of an open source solution. But what we had available was recorded future. So it's it's what we went with. <laughs> and so once you engage with this and you're using this tool, how does that work into your internal workflow? So with recorded future, we were able to get the alerts, but for a while we were doing them manually and that took time. It took on average 20 minutes to look up the sites, look at all the indicators, figure out what was happening and decide to block them or to notify our HR and recruiting teams that yet another domain had been set up. So we ended up utilizing our SOAR platform, which happened to be Rapid7 sort of platform, uh, Insight hmm. Connect. And we were able to use the recorded future API to grab those alerts down and then start processing them with our short platform. And it would look at things like, has a certificate been registered? If not, it wouldn't continue with the workflow because there's not a lot we can do to get those websites taken down. Uh, but the minute that a certificate is registered, then it would continue in the workflow. And it goes through a series of steps that allows us to take a lot of that manual work we were doing and just automate it and present us with an executive summary that we could really easily just scan through and uh, decide to block those type of squat similar domains then notify our recruiting teams and HR teams about the websites if we felt we needed to. Sometimes we would also, if it's a register that can take down those domains, we would request those. So we went from it taking days, weeks, months until we were properly notified and to get those domains offline to the latest one took us 15 minutes. Wow. So putting together some some handy automation for yourselves to make life easier, you know, anytime you you unleash automation on the world, there's a, an opportunity for things to go uh, dreadfully wrong. Uh, so there was a there was testing involved here. I mean, how how did you go and make sure that before you you know you kick this into a gear that you weren't going to accidentally do something you didn't want to do? Luckily, we were able to use. Icon, uh, Insight Connect, which allows you to rerun jobs that's already processed. That helped us a lot in testing. But our final test was I went to a register and I registered a domain that should get caught in the workflow. Uh, I set up an email server on it and and gave it a certificate. And uh, luckily it was caught pretty instantaneous, which proved the workflow. And now I'm the proud owner of a nice internal stimulated phishing domain. (laughs) (laughs) So you got that going for you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, so what are your recommendations then for organizations who want to get on top of this? I mean, it it strikes me that part of the challenge here is is knowing that you have a problem. Right. So the first step in that is really looking at the type of typo squat domains that are being registered for your company. If you get a lot of the type of squat domains that are careers-yourcompany.com or jobs-yourcompany.com, it's probably worth 
identifying on all your recruiting websites and your LinkedIn profiles exactly where people need to go to get job information. We ended up actually putting a warning after this was becoming a problem because we had multiple victims that basically said any emails coming from these domains are not legitimate. It doesn't totally solve the problem, but hopefully people are doing a little bit of research about the companies that they're applying for. And since we put those warnings on our website, it's significantly dropped the rate in people reporting this type of of, uh, attack. They're still registering domains, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully victims are not falling for it anymore. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, an interesting side of all this as well, is that, you know, independent of anything that you all are doing, there are victims out here who are uh, suffering the consequences of this. Right. And the FBI even just recently posted another article warning victims about these job scams of people uh, impersonating legitimate companies and warning people about the scams, but unless you're paying attention to the news, it's hard to know. So this solution was just something that our company could do to try and get ahead of it and educate people before they fell victim because it's heartbreaking to tell people who think they have a job, maybe have left their job or getting ready to move or whatever they need to do to start a new job and then be told, The job never existed in the first place and you got scammed out of your money and your identity is probably now stolen. You know, I I think an interesting aspect of this is this whole notion of of being proactive or reactive. And it sounds to me like, you know, the, the tools that you all put into place here, this is really going out and being proactive about looking for this stuff before it happens. Right. That's uh, part of where I was promoted in. We now have an entire security team dedicated to what we call posture management, which is really that proactive side of security, the training, the vulnerability management, uh, coming up with solutions like this with automation, just to try and detect things earlier in the cycle so that our incident response and SOC teams can focus on what they do, which is less of the reactive stuff, but a lot more of that threat hunting and intelligence. Do you feel like the organization is in a good place now that you have an effective system up and running? Oh, absolutely. We've been able to use this workflow to create additional workflows, and we've also expanded on it since this paper to Now we bring in screenshots of the websites to make it even easier to look at uh, the type of information that's getting here. It's greatly reduced the amount of time it takes for our uh, SOC team to analyze these types of detections. And it's freed us up to look at more creative solutions elsewhere that we could use our SOAR platform for. That's Ashley Taylor. The research is titled Doppelgangers, Finding Job Scammers Who Steal Brand Identities. We'll have a link in the show notes.
Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. The CyberWire podcast is proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. Our amazing CyberWire team is Rachel Gelfin, Liz Irvin, Elliot Peltzman, Trey Hester, Brandon Karp, Eliana White, Peru Prakash, Justin Sabi, Tim Nodar, Joe Kerrigan, Carol Terrio, Ben Yellen, Nick Vilecki, Gina Johnson, Bennett Moe, Chris Russell, John Petrick, Jennifer Iben, Rick Howard, Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Hey, listeners, we're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey and share your feedback now.